This is Dream Chasers with Adam Coswell. Dream Chasers, what's going on? Want to share a Raise Masters secrets of how they did it. Capital raising success story with you here today with the man, Jeff Greenberg. Jeff is someone you'll find in this interview who, as far as my career in real estate here over the past, you know, we'll say call it five years of, of knowing Hunter, working on Raise Masters and everything that we've built and scaled. Jeff was someone who I met within the first three months of even figuring out what the heck is a syndication, right? And if you don't know what a syndication is, Maybe I don't think we talk about it in this episode, but anyways, come a long way since then. And it's just cool to see how my relationship with him has grown and how much he's thriving in his personal world. That's really why we all do what we do, whatever it is on a daily basis, right? Is to create more of that personal freedom and to hear that we've been able to impact Jeff's life a little bit as far as uh, what he's doing in his circle with his grandkids and beyond is just really inspiring and uh, the motivation that I know I, I definitely leveraged to get me through the day that we recorded this and now today as well uh, that we're playing the clip. So, Catherine, my amazing producer, let's cue it up. Here is Jeff Greenberg, ladies and gentlemen. What is up? Capital Raising in the Building. We are here with another episode of Secrets of How They Did It. We are joined by Jeff Greenberg, who's been a good friend of mine for basically my whole career, last 10 years in the business or even 11 years in the business now. But I'm also joined by my partner in crime, Adam Carswell. Before we jump into Jeff's story, Adam, how are you, my friend? Hey, looking forward to uncovering some more of Jeff's story today. Him and I, as far as my career is concerned, go go way back as well. I remember he was on your podcast, Hunter, like in the golden days. And so I've always looked up to Jeff. I'm like, man, this guy is, you know, he's so cool. He's a legend. And now he is a rainmaker in our mastermind too. And I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Yeah, That's Jeff, true. stoked to have you here. That's right. So Jeff is one of the first people, we only launched the mastermind two full years ago now, basically this month. So Jeff is one of the first people that just upgraded to year three, which is amazing. And is one of our first rainmakers. These are upperclassmen, which is awesome. Jeff, we're going to talk about your recent success. I know you raised like $4.5 million over three different deals, which is amazing. But just tell us a little more about your background and, and how you kind of pivoted your business. Because I know now you're working with multiple sponsors, which is something that you know a lot of listeners are interested in. Well, I determined what it was that I really enjoyed doing, which was raising capital. And it wasn't operating the deals. I found that associating with quality people that did a great job in the operation ends of it and the acquisition ends. You know, I could do a lot more deals and enjoy my life. And th that is the priority for me is being able to continue in this business, which I love, but also have the time to go out and uh, enjoy my grandkids, enjoy my family and enjoy life. Totally. And I've seen you kind of make that transition over the last 10 years or so. I know you just were in Mammoth, which is awesome, especially this time of year. When did you start to realize or kind of uncover, hey, I can compliantly focus on the capital raising side of the business. And were you hesitant to give up some of that control in terms of operations? Or were you like, look, if I can find, yeah, just, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Tell me your thoughts on all that. Well, I was tending in that direction for a while, but then with a property that I had in Amarillo where I brought on an asset manager and she was, she did such an awesome job and I just enjoyed so much working with her and we had lots of trials and tribulations and to see her come through all that and work through all that together with the team, I said, all I want to do is work with people like that. And 
that's that kind of pushed me over the edge that all I wanted to do is find good operators, good quality people that do a great job doing it and work on the equity side of it. Love hearing that. And so you implement a fund of fund strategy, if I remember correctly, right? Yes, I do a customizable, diversified fund where we could bring just about any alternative investments into our deals. Love hearing that. Okay. So let's talk specifics, asset classes. What are you seeing right now in the space? And then can you walk us through that customizable structure as well? It's a very interesting topic as well. Okay. As far as I'm looking at a couple uh, alternatives to multifamily, I'm very cautious on multifamily right now. I know there's going to be a lot of distress coming and I'm, you know, I don't wish it on anyone, but I know that that there is going to be advantages for investors. Right now, I'm looking at a couple asset classes that most people aren't looking at, which is good. I'm looking at RV parks and campgrounds. I'm also looking at uh, some portfolios of short-term rentals. And so uh, going into the customizable diversified fund, they both work together. Because it's customizable, that people can pick and choose which opportunity they want to be in, it gives me the opportunity to diversify on different asset types. Because we all know that some people are going to tend towards different asset types. They may not like this one, or they may not like that one, or they prefer cash flow versus capital appreciation. Well, I could bring in a variety of opportunities, some high cash flow. Maybe they don't have a lot of capital appreciation. And the opposite, capital appreciation deals with maybe no cash flow, maybe development deals. And I could bring those in and the investors get the opportunity to pick and choose as they come in if they want to be in those opportunities, all under the umbrella of the single fund. I love hearing that. And so we've talked about this a lot recently and the space has changed. The fund of funds model has really been popularized. People want the vehicle. People understand that it can 10x your deal flow. If you are a capital raiser, if you're an operating partner, you can also create classes of shares specifically for fund managers such as yourself that can simply plug into your deals. But the the X factor here that's really interesting to your model is that you have this customizable element. Can you talk us through how you were able to structure that so that you get the economies of scale doing multiple deals basically? Well, basically, we have a PPM that allows us to bring in just about any alternative investment that we want to bring in. And the portal that I'm using keeps track of all of those details as far as how much people invest in each different opportunity, as well as the distributions and keeps track of all of that information for us. And then at the end of the year, they'll provide the numbers for the K-1s. And investors will get a single K-1 for all of the opportunities that they're in within the fund. Which anybody that's a passive investor in 40 deals knows that's a freaking big deal, man. And I am. I am literally an investor in 40 deals, and it's really a nightmare. Now, that doesn't mean you know doing your taxes isn't always going to be a nightmare, but it's like that product, that service, that that simplicity is just so well-received. And we have more of our members using this technology and these service providers to help create something similar. One of the other benefits though, is that once you have created a fund of funds that's structured in this manner, you can just rinse and repeat. You got a new deal coming up, you can just funnel money right in and you kind of can always have something open. And the best part is you're not limited to one asset class. 
you're not limited to just you and your network and your deal flow. And something I've uncovered looking at fund of funds, which I've done many of, is that it's also great for networking, right? Because if you have the money, if you, Jeff, know how to raise capital, all of a sudden, everyone wants to do a meeting with you. Like, that's yeah. it. That's all you need to do. Can you talk us through that element as well? I'm sure you've had some kind of cool realizations going through that process just from a networking standpoint. Well, definitely, there's a lot of people that want to talk to me, but my dilemma is always, I'm saying no more times than I'm saying yes, because yeah, I'm- you got control. It's Yes, I have the control and I'm looking for those quality deal sponsors that I want to work with and that I want to bring to my investors. And so that's you know great when someone's chasing after you. It ends up uh, sometimes a lot of work if I'm going to be looking into the background of each deal sponsor. But I get to work with the best deal sponsors that are out there and to help them bring money in. I love this because there are so many people that are like, what should I focus on if I want to like expedite my growth curve? I'm like, look, you can be the best underwriter in the world. It's going to be very hard for you to get the attention of a billion dollar operator. You can be the best market specialist, data analyst, Excel wizard, but you're going to have to work your way up. If you can show up on their doorstep with half a million, though, they're going to want to do that call. They're going to want to do that call. At No matter how big they are, they're going to want to do that call. Jeff, what would you say as a suggestion for people who are you know, trying to raise their first half a million and get to where you are later down the road? Well, a lot of networking. I mean, I started, you, you know, Hunter, I started out running a lot of meetings, going to a lot of seminars, going to a lot of boot camps and everything else just to meet people and to get to know people. Meetups are great. Online meetups are great. We also, I'm more involved in the social media now, is to get people to know you. And, and that's the whole thing is getting people to know what you're doing. If you're starting out with friends and family. I mean, I, I really didn't start out with friends and family. Uh, my first investors were people that I had met at different meetups, at different events. Getting people to know you and to like you and to trust you. And that's that's the main thing, whatever means that you manage to do it. But building your network, your network is so important that people actually trust you. One thing I've noticed, Jeff, about your social media presence recently too, is the actual social aspect to your point. I've seen pictures with you and your grandkids and you're really showing like the the true Jeff Greenberg, which I think is a, a big hurdle a lot of just business professionals face is they, they think they got to be all about the data. Could you speak to showing the world kind of who Jeff is and how that's translated as well? Well, I think, you know, in the past, a lot of people have invested in my opportunities, you know, because of me, you know, they like me and they they trust me. And, and I guess they have to know all about me, or at least, you know, that I'm a family man, that I love my grandkids and my kids. And uh, I think that's an important factor uh, in this business is they get to know who you are and trust you. People, you know, as we all know, you know, people invest in those they know, like, and trust. And uh, you got to get through each of those levels. Totally. Totally. Let's talk about the network component because we mentioned you're one of our first rainmakers. And at this point, you know, I think you probably have read my book. You've been through the Raise Masters modules. I, I know you've actually been through them a couple of times. You mentioned that before, which is amazing. But at this point, I mean, I try to stay cutting edge and ahead of the curve and I share everything I know. But at the same time, you basically know almost everything I know about raising capital. And you've got your own strategies as well, which I don't know. But yet, you're still part of this community. Walk us through your perspective on you know the networking component of Race Masters and and why you were eager to kind of you know stick with it and stay with us. 
Well, it gives me the opportunity to meet a lot of people that are doing that, really doing it. I have two tracks since I, I moved from a more, more of an active uh, investor to on the passive side. The tracks are one, finding good quality deal sponsors that have opportunities. The other track is finding more investors, always looking for investors. We always have room for more, but that narrows my path way down from what I had to do before, which was you know, broker relationships and acquisitions and totally. and plus investors, you know, looking for investors and everything else. There was just a lot more to do. And I and at times I had nine people working with me doing all of that. And we had systems, but when people started going different directions, we decided, okay, I decided I wanted to go on to more of the equity path. And I'm enjoying it so much more. Love it, dude. It's such a freeing life. And you can, with automation systems, online marketing, you can raise money, not just from your home office, but while you're in Mammoth. You can raise money all day, every day, especially if you build out a team that's you know posting for you on social media, You're, people receiving emails that you wrote you know months ago. So that's what Raise Master is all about, man. And uh, you've done an excellent job of that. Before we jump off though, Jeff, let people that are watching this right now know how they can learn more about you, your company. This is a cool fund you have, how they can learn more about all that. Okay, you can get a hold of me at jeff at synergeticig.com, S-Y-N-E-R-G-E-T-I-C-I-G.com, and also my website, synergeticig.com. You can get plenty of information there. You can get a hold of me at that Love point. It. Cool. Jeff, you're the man. Talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Dream Chasers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us here today, your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share this bad boy on social media. Drop a five-star review. Hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, we really appreciate it. It brings better visibility, better SEO to the show. So just can't thank you enough for that. And also, as you notice, we don't have any ads here on Dream Chasers. So I just want to remind you to head over to Carswell. .io to get all updates, especially because I am currently writing a book. The book is on the topic of, insert suspenseful topic here, multiplication. Yes, I'm writing a book on multiplication. I know that may sound silly, but that's what it is. So I'm really excited about this. I have also learned it takes a lot more time to write a book than I originally expected. So it's coming soon. And just want to remind you, if you want to get updates on my first ever book, you can go to carswell.io, drop your email address there, and you'll get all the updates you could possibly need or imagine on the release. So thank you again for your listenership. And remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.